Like, I don't know. Have you ever sat down with a kid and did a drawing with a kid? Like, children are the most amazing artists. So, like, we'll sit down as an adult to, say, just do a drawing. We're straight away in our heads. We're like, oh, this would be terrible. I wish I was better. You know, I can't do that. That doesn't look like, you know, that doesn't look like a crocodile. You know, a kid will sit down and be like, I'm going to draw a crocodile and it is going to be the most awesome crocodile. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Do I need school to be... I'm Alex, and I'm going to sit down and have great conversations with people because we're all diverse. We're all different. We all have different ways of learning. And I want to ask people how they learned to do the things they do. Yeah, sounds random. Sounds fun. I hope it does, because here we go. And it's been a month since I last posted an episode. I'm really sorry about that, everybody. I had a medical emergency. I needed to have surgery and I needed time to recover, to get back into my job, into my groove and so on. But I'm back and I am happy to be back with this particular guest because he's awesome. His name is Paul Delaney. He's a wonderful illustrator. I personally love his work. He did the jump from graphic design into illustration through a master's degree. And you all know how I question master's degrees. So... Yeah, we had a great conversation about it, about his experience going from his first education, which was physical, to the second one that was online, and about his process, how he thinks, how he works, how he's fascinated by textures and colors and originality. It's it's a great chat. I'm really happy to be back and then to be back here with him. And here we go. And here we are again for another episode. I am very excited for this one because well, I'm very excited for all episodes and I think you can pick that up in my voice, but this, like, it's a, it's a great day. It's a Sunday. I'm excited. And I'm here with the amazing illustrator, Paul Delaney. How are you, Paul? Hi, Alex. It is so cool to be here. Thank you so much. This is, this is brilliant. I'm devouring your podcasts. I love them. So it's lovely to be able to chat to you. Oh, organic moments. I did not pay him to say that. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's it's lovely. And, you know, I do pre-warn you. I'm not great at talking about myself or my work, but, you know, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> That's my job as a host, though. My yes. job is to, is to pull those questions out, pull those answers out of you. I give you questions. I pull answers. Well, you will be pulling, girl. I'll tell you that much now. <laughs> well, I didn't go to the gym today, so there it is. That's my workout for today. Cool. Well, let's, let's get this started. So, Paul, please tell the audience who you are and what you're working on. Uh my name is Paul Delaney. Um, I'm a graphic designer. Um, and in the last two years, I've been pivoting my career trajectory towards being an illustrator. Um, so hopefully there's some some nuggets of wisdom I can I can give people today. Um, I uh, have my own uh, design studio, which I run with my partner called Magnetic Design. And like I say, uh, I'm sort of pivoting my career at the moment towards being an illustrator. Um, I actually did a master's in illustration, uh, to your part-time master's, um, which I'll chat about a couple of years ago. And it has, uh, really sort of changed the trajectory of, of what I do. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm just enjoying that at the moment. It's very busy, but it's fun. 
I love that. And I already have so many questions about it. Um, so I recently graduated from a graphic design program. I'm one of those people who went to university a little bit later in life. Yeah. And there was this tiff, this rivalry between graphic design and illustration. Really? Yep. It it was more like we we thought that it was it, I don't know how much it was self inflicted or yes. how much it was just a few people being louder than the others. <laughs> yeah. But like that thing of graphic designers wanting to illustrate and illustrators wanting to do graphic design and having that that clash. So yes. what yeah. what difference do you see between the two disciplines? Like I just in terms like like I'm new to the world of illustration as such um and i can't believe the difference in how supportive illustrators are towards each other compared to designers like i've been working as a designer for like nearly 20 years like i you know it's such a lovely world of illustration uh i i find i find design very competitive it is it very is. competitive it is. and I'm not a competitive person and I'm like oh man I've been missing out like I've I've found my tribe now <laughs> you, know? you know I I had a recent experience with that um so I've been doing CrossFit since end of last year wow yeah cool and like the the gym I used to live next to the place that was the CrossFit gym and I always saw these people running and I thought it's super military I don't I don't want to be in an environment when somebody yells at me especially yes. if I'm paying for it I don't yeah. want to pay for somebody to yell at me <laughs> yeah. and then I started it and it was completely opposite to what I had ever experienced in other hit classes or weightlifting classes yeah. well I had never done a real weightlifting class but it's such a lovely community of people yeah that just everybody knows that it's hard. Everybody knows what you're going through. Totally. And because you're operating in different areas. It's, yes. Do you, do you, did you experience like, what do you think? Why do you think graphic designers are so competitive and illustrators aren't? I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, I think design, you are, you are creating for others. Um, you are doing that in illustration too, but it's 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 coming uh, illustration i find comes more from my heart whereas if i'm doing a piece of design it has to come from my brain you know there has to be a series of questions beforehand you have to try and tap into what a client is looking for if a client wants a piece of illustration they it's less about them and more about you um and and the work that you sort of organically do um so they're of the same world but they're they're quite different they're qu it's quite it's very it's it's a very very different approach um and you know like i like i i spent years wanting to be just an illustrator and and a picture book writer like years and years years and years um and i really only sort of found the confidence to give it a go in the last couple of years um and now that i am sort of entering the world I, i'm just i'm i'm absolutely loving it you know and i i you know i i just wish i had done it years ago you know? oh but you did it and that's the important yes. part yeah and what yeah. gave you that push what what yes. gave you what, what was the moment that you said yes now I don't know, Alex, like I was years and I mean, I think maybe a lot of people can relate to this. I was years just telling myself I wasn't good enough. Like I'm not a 
like if you looked at my sketch pads you'd be like oh my god a four-year-old that's a four-year-old child's sort of sketch pad you know um and i mean i'm obsessed with picture books i you know i've stacks and stacks of picture books but i was just years telling myself that i can't do this you know i, I i'm not good enough to to do this um and i think I think the sort of the, the 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 kick in my backside was that, you know, I was approaching my mid thirties and I was like, are you just going to tell yourself forever that you can do this? Or are you just going to give it a go? And, you know, if it doesn't work out, you've given it a go, you know, and no regrets then, you know, um, and, you know, I suppose you know, I, I've been sort of, as we're saying, of the world in terms of a graphic designer for, for a long, long time. So it was quite an, it was an easy enough sort of transition into it, but it was, it was more about me finding my confidence and my voice as an illustrator than anything else. I had everything else, you know what I mean? It was just, it was my own, you know, it was my own sort of belief in myself, you know? My therapist would call that your limiting belief. Yes, your limiting beliefs. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's that's the term yeah. my therapist uses. Yeah, I feel we're going to get deep in this conversation. <laughs> These are very deep conversations. Yeah. Like it's it starts yeah. all funny. We have the circus music in the beginning, yeah. but then we get deep. Yeah, it's going to get deep, man. Yeah, yeah it's going to get deep. And here is my other question for you. So, I have the the, the my theory about why illustrators are less competitive than graphic designers mm. is because like you said it's about you and nobody mm. can really duplicate your work in the exact same way yes there is this uh illustrator that i love his name is is a german illustrator felix mm -hmm. scheinberger actually yeah. a dream guest of mine if he hears this episode <laughs> felix, i would love to talk to you oh. um i did a course on like city sketching with him it was my birthday present to myself And it was like 12 people. It was raining. So we went to a museum. Cool. And I was so frustrated because I couldn't draw exactly what was in front of me. Yes. And he just, like, he gave us super individual time. Like, it was so worth it. It was like this yeah. person that I admire giving me tips for me. And yes. it wasn't about technique. He was just like, I don't care yeah. about what's on the wall. I can take a picture of that. I can see it myself. I care yes. about what you see. Yes. What What's you, special what, to you? What you're expressing. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Uh, and, that's amazing. Like, and I, I have this huge piece of advice for anyone looking to get into sort of any, actually anything creative, uh, but especially illustration. Like, I don't know. Have you ever sat down with a kid and did a drawing with a kid? Like children are the most amazing artists So like we'll sit down as an adult to say, just do a drawing. We're straight away in our heads. We're like, oh, this would be terrible. I wish I was better. You know, I can't do that. That doesn't look like, you know, that doesn't look like a crocodile. You know, a kid will sit down and be like, I'm going to draw a crocodile and it is going to be the most awesome crocodile. The crocodile is going to be red. Um, he's going to have 27 arms and he's going to breed fire. And isn't it amazing? And That's what I try and tap into when I'm doing illustration work. And, you know, it's like they, they, they create with such wild inhibition. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. And when I was doing my master's, um, I was working in a design studio at the time and 
Um, one of my colleagues, her six-year-old was big into drawing, had loads and loads of sketchbooks. And I just asked Eilish, could I borrow the sketchbooks just for just for a couple of days, just to look through them. I got more inspiration from those sketchbooks than I did from anything ever. Like, And you could just, I think what it was, is you could just feel the joy, like the, the, the joy of just sitting down and drawing. And, you know, the kid wasn't in his head. He was, you know, he wasn't comparing himself. He was just creating what he wanted to create, you know. Um, and that's, that's the sort of ethos. When I saw these sketchbooks, I was like, that is the ethos that I want to, adopt for my own practice and you might be able to kind of see that in in the work that I do now it's you know it's big shapes it's it's messy it's 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 you know it's sort of anarchaic um but it's still quite sweet you know um and you know that's that's where my work kind of stems from (laughs) I I have to say from your work because I'm a fan of it I love that you're not afraid to, to use sharp edges oh no like it's it's big shapes man it's big yes big bold shapes you know and it's like my 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 work is almost like collage almost in a way you know like I'll do it I'll do a drawing and again it's what I'm saying like I'm terrible at drawing but I'll do a drawing and then you know I might think it's okay and then I'll make it a bit crap like I, I you know I mean I'll I'll rub out a line and and you know have it going through his head or something you know what I mean um and it's just you know, I'm trying not to be, oh, you know, this won't be liked because blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, no, I'm just putting that there because I feel like putting that there and I I, I like it. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, you know, I, I'm blown away by by the amount of people that are kind of into my work. I really am. Like, I've really? Ma- I have massive imposter syndrome, Alex. Like, like you have no idea. Like, I'm still scratching my head. But I think it's because of that sort of kind of childlike approach that, you know, people, I think, subconsciously sort of can see in it. And it just reminds them, I think, of just, you know, when we just used to make things for fun. <laughs> yeah. And it, your, your characters have so much personality in them. Oh. And we were like I was we were talking before we started recording about this tactile quality mm. and they just feel freeing they feel like it's yeah. it's okay to yes. do things yeah because these characters are so lifelike and and even though even though they're drawings they're lifelike and they have yeah. personalities and you can tell exactly. i think you have the port i think you have the porcupine yes i i love it and he's so messy and i know forgive us like their their spikes should be hard but he's so yes. messy so i start thinking yeah. like what was his day like yes where yeah. is he like they're they're yeah. so real and yeah it's very much so and i mean you know my my instagram account is just purely a way for me to just sit down and do a drawing every day because if 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 I sort of I've made that a habit now so and again it goes back to what we're saying I'm not in my head I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to do a drawing like some days it's kind of terrible some days I absolutely love it you know some days it's so so it doesn't matter it's the the point is that I sit down every day and I do a drawing and I post it you know um like while I'm working on lots of other things as well but that's just my my sort of my daily ritual that I will just sit down and do a drawing just for me, you know, and just for, just to do a drawing, to enjoy drawing, you know. 
just do something to enjoy it. That's yes. that's such yeah. a beautiful thought. Yeah, like I think we've forgotten how to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I think it has to do with this, like the hustle culture and oh, the yeah. over the, the need that if I'm not being productive, I'm not doing anything. Yes, very much so. Yeah. I have had these this thing. Um, one of my best friends here because I live in the Netherlands. One of my best friends here is from Colombia, and we talk a lot about because she has a daughter who is eight months old, my goddaughter, mm. and we talk a lot about how different she's gonna grow up than how we grew up. Yes, and it's this idea that if your parents see you doing nothing, yeah, or if today we see kids doing nothing, we immediately think, oh, they need to do something. They need to Probably. be busy. They yeah. need to, yeah. Like, why are they just like sitting? Why yes. are they like building something or playing with something? Just let them sit. Yes, it's, I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. as important as as doing stuff. You know, I mean, we're, we're you know, like we're just we we're we're constantly switched on now. You know what I mean? And we're constantly doing something for a reason. You know, um, and I mean, you know, like I'm the worst culprit of it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sat here giving all this advice. Like I, sh I should listen to my own advice. Like, but you know, like we run a very busy design studio, and it's hey, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna ask a sober person about getting. Uh, if if I'm looking to help or help with my sobriety, I'm going to an alcoholic or a drug addict. Totally. <laughs> I'm not asking somebody who has never had a drink of alcohol. You are. I'm so just wise. saying. You are. So I'm wise. just saying. <laughs> you're so wise yeah i mean if we <laughs> listen to our own advice we'd all be amazing <laughs> that's very true that's the tricky part but yes. yeah that's honestly why i love podcasting because you can be doing nothing like you can just yes. listen to two people having a conversation and just yeah. chill yeah totally yeah totally yeah yeah and i mean i'm i'm relatively new to podcast land like i know that's really terrible like but like i'm a i come into the office and i just put on music and and music is blaring and music has always inspired me and and kind of motivated me you know but you're so right it is so relaxing just to hear people chatting like it's it's and that's what i actually love about your podcast it's really just people chilled having a chat and i love that yeah and you never know when the conversations are gonna go i know no, <laughs> no i i love it like i've i've heard podcasts that i like I get, I get up in the morning and I put on a podcast like uh, when I'm getting ready for the day and then I put music when I'm on the train and stuff yes. like that. Like if, if it's quiet around me, I listen to a podcast. If it's loud, then I listen to music. Yes. But you have no idea how many times I've been listening to something and saying like, I don't agree with this. Wait, <laughs> wait. They have a point. Wait, wait. Maybe. <laughs> like, do you know the movie Chicken Run? Yes. So I, there is this podcast. Uh, called comparing notes which is uh two friends that are talking about a movie okay one of them hates it one of them loves it or that's how oh, they play it really? yeah and then a neutral person and they have to convince them about the movie whether the movie's good or bad love it that is so cool and they were talking about the movie chicken run and i was personally offended <laughs> because they were saying yeah yeah the chickens are not chicken enough like when they eat they eat with their hands and not with their beaks <laughs> and i thought there's a chicken knitting <laughs> clearly we are not in the realm of very chickens we're being not, very we're not anthropomorphic. in reality here yes yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was i was i was i was enraged oh, i was so physically funny, upset <laughs> but yeah before we go too far out of the topic i want to hear about your masters because if i'm honest hmm. i'm a person that has kind of an iffy opinion on master degrees mm. It's like for me, the idea of graduating your BA and immediately doing a master's is I don't trust it. 
Well, I did, uh, you know, I graduated in 2006, which is like the Stone Age now, and I did my master's in 2020. <laughs> so, so there it is. You went yeah. out there, you gather experience, and then you came back for a master's. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, you know, like for me doing the master's, and it's kind of like what I was saying, for me doing the master's was just a way for me to have to sit down and and draw and and learn about the world and uh, you know the world of illustration uh and j just um i suppose just to um just engage myself with the world of it you know because i can tell i was telling myself years i should really do this or i should you know i should just do a picture book or i should just do and i just wasn't doing it because you know, I, I, I was just telling myself as I was saying that, you know, I, I kind of can't do this. But, you know, if you're given a project in college, you just have to do it. You know, you have to. It's your grade. Yeah. It's, and you it's, have to do it. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing what you can do when you have to do something, you know. And I knew that. And I knew that from from my previous college experience. So I was like, and I mean, like, masters are stupid expensive. Like, you know what I mean? So like, but, you know. I found is very worth it, um, very, very, very worth it. Now I did it online as well, um, which you know it gave me a nice comparison because I did my my um, BA in the sort of the the conventional sense of you know I I mean I went to college and I did a, a four year degree, um, and then I did this uh, did my masters online. You know, uh, it was such a different experience, like so different. What what was the key? Like I I have so many questions because <laughs> you have had one could say that you have gone to two formal degrees in two different planets. Yes, very much so. Yeah, very very much so. Very much so. And you know, there's kind of pros and cons to both. Uh, that was that's where I was going. It's like, what yeah, are the pros and cons from each? There are pros and cons to both. Like when you're when you go you know and share a classroom with people to study something there is a kind of there is a camaraderie um that evolves and friendships that evolve that are as much part of learning something um you know than anything else it's it's that it's that sort of group mentality we're kind of all in this together you know um that you know that very much doesn't really exist um when you're learning something online now you can sort of get to know people but only to a very very kind of to, to a certain extent you know it's always very polite you know it's it's you know and i mean i was two years of people and it was just it was very very polite now don't don't get me wrong like the people i did my master with were fantastic people and you know really nice group but you know the the people i went and did my ba with are my forever friends now, <laughs> you know what i mean um i think as well the the sort of the the classroom environment there is more of a structure there um that just personal thing it just kind of suits me better you know here's a project you have three weeks you know um you know go and do it and you know immediately we would all kind of chat about the project and you know and throw out some ideas and blah 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 as a group we were a very close group Whereas in the MA, you just sort of, you know, signed off and went away and did it and you're on your own, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, again, it's that I, I, I think a classroom environment gives you a camaraderie and a structure that isn't 
quite there with 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 an online uh with an online class you know um and i think finally i think you learn to handle criticism a little bit better in a classroom environment and actually learn to critique other others in that sort of classroom environment um and again i think it comes from you kind of form more solid friendships so you can be a little bit more honest with each other whereas uh, you know in on you know learning something online like i was saying it's very polite so you know it's that that sort of feedback that real feedback i found what isn't quite there you know yeah i i totally see that and yeah i learning how i think learning how to give feedback is such an important skill totally when you're creative, like take taking it is is important. It's important yeah. to know how to accept feedback from others. Yeah. But giving it in a human way, it, that that's the thing that it's it's a giving comments online. It's so yeah. easy to just say yeah. something. Enter if you don't have to say someone's face. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I mean, you know, you sort of you go through, you know, up until sort of eighteen. Sort of if you do a a piece of any piece of art, people, oh, that's lovely. Oh, that's really nice. You know, that's really nice. And then you go to college to design school and do show a piece and your lecturer said, no, that's terrible. Um, start again. Or, well, you know what I mean? And it is like the end of your world, man. It is just, it is just like, you just can't handle it. But you do learn to handle it, you know? Um, and it's constructive criticism. It's terrible because of this, this, and this. You should be looking at potentially trying this, this, and this, you know what I mean? So... That's very different, you know. Totally. Or like we, we talked in uh, in an episode with Mark Seuss, actually. She, he was talking about his experience in university and how it was exactly that. The people come from the little towns. And they're the best artists in their little town. And then they show up to university yeah. and there are other people who are also the best artists of their little town. Totally. And you have to learn how to deal with that yes. and separ also separate yourself a little bit from your work, mm. knowing that you are not your work. You're a human yes. being that yeah. can do something yes very much so yeah and i think that comes from saying like we don't like we don't say like for example i, I doubt that you say i am paul i do illustration you say i am an illustrator yes so when somebody yeah. says like oh i don't like your work it's like yeah but i am this <laughs> yeah how yeah. dare you yes you know I what know, yeah. and And just, and your mom as well. I don't, and then and then you go into that your mama insults, and then a yeah. brawl happens. Totally, totally. But I mean, you know, like, and it's funny, like, you know, you think you're sort of, you, you know, your lectures and things are are the worst in the world for giving sort of harsh feedback. But then you go, you know, into the world of work, and you've you have you have clients, and it's you know they're giving feedback, but they have no basis for what they want. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, let's just. Can we just make that logo pink, please? You know, I just love the color pink. And it's like, that's really not going to work here. But you know what I mean? So I'm having war flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, which one is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, the classic quote I don't like it, but I don't know why. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I know. It's hard going, man. It's hard going. No, or or you make or like as like I I sh I went from graphic design to so I'm a service designer now mm. because that's a part of the business that I'm more passionate about. Good. But as a graphic designer, I never liked doing logos. It was a thing that I did not like. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's so personal. Yes. And yeah. yeah. People, when it's very personal, people don't don't understand logic. Yes. I had 
I, I, I had to like bow out of a project with a woman who wanted to have a cupcake shop, mm. but she wanted her logo to have an owl in it. Right. Okay. And the owl needed to have red glasses because she has red glasses and all oh. her friends know her for having red glasses. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she wouldn't let me use the tagline cupcake shop. Oh yeah. yeah I know. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> as much as I kept telling her that, people would not understand that it was a cupcake shop without the like maybe the owl can be a little chef and it has like a yes. chef's hat or a baking yeah. tray she's like no 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 i want the owl to feel very cozy and be wearing glasses because that's who i am i was yeah. like it's not you it's your business but yeah uh, we're going okay. off the rails so, um what i mean it's you know and like like logos and branding is a big part of what we do here and i think i think it like you have to kind of understand when you're when you're a designer it's more actually about managing people than it is about managing fonts and colors <laughs> you know what i mean and, and and everything else around that it is about managing people and it's about tapping into what people want but also sort of what, what you know how close they are to something you know what i mean and um, because that will that will really determine how well the project goes you know Totally. And there's are learning experiences that come as you when you start as a designer and then when you keep yeah. going and you start learning how to manage things. Yes. And you learn, okay, this I made this mistake with this past client. I'm going to learn from it and not repeat it. Totally. Or this went really well. I'm going to try this again and see if yeah. it succeeds and just like, gathering experience over and over again. Totally. And totally. now that we're talking about learning and experiences, how was... Like, did you, ha what were your teachers like? Did you have any amazing teachers, any teachers that were like, oh, why did this happen to me? You know what? All the staff uh, in my BA were, re were really cool. Um, you know, they'd all, they'd, they'd all sort of come from industry and they were, they were, they, they, you know, you could tell they were sort of, they approached, they approached the sort of teaching of it as a team, you know, um, there was one, one lecturer in particular, um, Stephen Young, um, who was sort of the big scary lecturer, you know, like he'd come from a huge career. Um, he just the most incredible illustrator, um, and just really passionate about design, you know, and really passionate about teaching it. Um, but he was big and scary. Like we were of all terrified course. of him. You know what I of mean? Of course. You know, like totally, to like totally, kind of like a Simon Cowell character. Like if if you got a compliment from Stephen Young, like you were on the right track. <laughs> and, you know? and was it a shady? Was it a shady? Like a shady compliment, or was it like a true, honest compliment? No, he did. He was straight up. He was like, if he liked it, he would tell you. If if he didn't, he would tell you. And. Like I grew to just love that. Like I grew to, I was like, you know, I, I know where I stand. Like I know what, I know what I have to do. Um, so like definitely. And I mean, every one of my class will tell you that it was, it was Stephen who was our, like, and he started off as the sort of big scary lecturer in first year. And by our degree year, we were very, very close to him as, as a group. And he was just a, he was just a, fantastic guy um and really really elevated our uh i just think our passion for it you know oh shout out to stephen young shout for doing what teachers young. are supposed to do <laughs> yeah um and I, like i've gone back from time to time kind of giving talks and things to students and things there now 
Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, the, the, that department is going from strength to strength, you know, um, and it, it, it is down to, I think, a very cool teaching staff. That's amazing. And I love that you say that they make you feel more passionate about what you're studying. Like they yes. are, there are teachers that make you hate something yeah. and then yeah. teachers that make you truly love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I have to say like that every one of my, uh, my teachers that I had then had a passion for it, you know, <clears throat> there was no one there just to kind of be there, you know, I, I had like, I have two teachers that were that for me. I had this one uh, biology teacher when I was going to school in Ecuador and I was taking biology class in German because I was in a German school. Oh my gosh. And I was terrified. <clears throat> he was the principal of the school and I was this big, tall, bald German guy and I was terrified of him. <laughs> But he, his class was so funny. Like everything he taught us, no matter the topic related to biology, it was a yeah. story that happened in his farm Oh, dead. when he was a child. Class. And we were all thinking like what happened what didn't happen in this farm yeah are you okay where <laughs> is this and then i had another teacher when i was going to school in mexico um jacob buganza really great guy because you could ask him a question about um why can planes fly and he will find some way to link it to what we were supposed to see that day on the syllabus Yeah, teaching's a skill, man. Like, teaching is a skill. skill, man. It is, you know, it really is. And some people just really naturally have it. You know, some, uh, you know, some people can just explain a topic in the most wonderful way that you just go, oh, right, I get it. <laughs> you know? And talking about that, do you think you have that gift? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a teacher? I do. I guess I do see myself as a teacher. Um, like I grew, I grew up. Um, so when, um, when I started karate as a as a very young child, and I graded for my black belt when I was 15. So wow. I, you know, I, you know, once I graded for my black belt in my club, I sort of be, you know, became an instructor then, and 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 a teacher. Um, and I loved it. Like I really loved it. Um, I was also a, a, a basketball coach for the when I was in school in my final year for the for the first years coming in. Um, I played basketball for for my county and things, so you know I knew a thing or two. So um, there was always a kind of a thread of um, teaching people. Um, it just I just throughout my whole career, um, and I do love it. It's like I was saying, I go back and give sort of lectures and things. Uh, I do I do really enjoy it, and I love. I just love being able to kind of inspire people just in my own little tiny way, whatever it may be. And it's just, it's like we we're saying, you know, if you, if you can sort of, uh, you know, give someone a sense of a topic or, or, you know what I mean? And in a nice way, or, you know, just inspire them to whatever it may be, go and do their thing. It's a lovely feeling, you know? It is. It truly is. And just being able Like we were talking about kids in the beginning, mm. like like how free children are. Yeah. I think there is like showing a child something new. Yeah. Oh, it's man. truly amazing. Like yeah. watching them be excited about bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. It there is, is nothing better. Yeah. And I don't know. It almost it almost feels like a, like a, like almost like a self-esteem boost knowing yeah. that you taught somebody something. Yeah. Oh, that you, yeah. 
that you contribute because you're contributing to their lives, like regardless totally. of their age. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> my, my best friend, Dave, um, he has three kids, Dave and Sarah have three kids and they're, they're just smallies. Like they're um, five, three and one. And they're just my world now. Like I just, and like I'm, I'm uncle Polly, you know, and I just love watching them grow and develop. It's, it's amazing. Like, you know, it's uh, crazy. It, yeah. It's so crazy. Kids are wild. Kids, kids are ki- wild, man. They are wild. Kids, uh, kids are truly wild. So yesterday, I was actually hanging out with my, uh, with my best friend and her and my goddaughter, and she's like, uh, they're they're raising her to not eat like, um, like those baby paste. So they give her like very soft, mushy things so she okay. can learn how to chew. She's like yeah. eight months, but she's like oh, chewing. <laughs> and like she was eating this uh, pumpkin things like pumpkin blocks and i ate one as a joke (laughs) and she was enraged by the fact that i ate something i love it and i was like what and she started pointing at my mouth and then i get close and she like fished it out of my mouth oh my god just i wouldn't have it and i thought how do you know this yeah yeah oh man and like and that's the thing like we were talking about sort of critiques and things and getting criticism if a kid doesn't like you or what you're doing they'll just tell you man like they'll just let you know <laughs> they have no filter no, they have no, no filter no, I love it you know and no it's go, great yeah and you you know you go to school then and you sort of learn that filter you know and it kind of and i think that's where that sort of that sense of starting to get into your head about things it, it is that filter you know it is that you know, watching yourself and, uh, you know what I mean? And, and applying, we apply, we learn to apply that filter to everything we do, you know? Yeah. To always have that, that, that almost like, like self-censorship. It's like, yes. oh, I cannot say this to this person. Can I say it to this yes. person? Can I say it in this way? Can I say it in yeah. that way? Yeah. And that eventually like filters to our work being like, can awesome. I make that messy line? Do <laughs> I dare? Yes. Do I dare to make that squiggle there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> This is yeah. how, how daring, how, how incredible. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, by the way, of all the pictures that you have made, like, let's like let's stay on your Instagram account because I'm going to link it in the show notes and people can also see your work while they're listening to this episode. Which, uh, like, do you have a story about about any of them that you would like to share? I really don't have a story. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, this is, this is just my little daily. I'll give myself two hours and I'll sit down to draw and I don't know what I'm drawing until I just start making shapes and just and and drawing something. Um, th- there is like it's terribly boring. I'm so sorry, but there re- there really is no story. And that's that, like I sort of I almost want to just kind of keep it that way, like you know, there's some, there's some sort of kind of exciting things kind of starting to happen in terms of kind of picture books and, and, and things of that, but which I kind of can't really disclose now, but for now, you know, I know my, that account is going to evolve into me pushing things and Hey, buy this and Hey, do this and Hey, do that, you know, but for now, I just love that. It's just an account where I just post something every day. That's I've just done for fun. You know, um, I do love sort of creating little stories kind of around the characters and, you know, just, uh, you, uh, you know, giving it a little kind of a scenario or whatever it may be. But I don't, I, I don't think too heavily about it because I kind of like to people to kind of take their own little story from it almost. Yeah. You know? um, 
So that's terribly boring. I'm so sorry. It's, it's a that's, terrible answer. <laughs> no, but that that's perfect. I, I I honestly think that's perfect. It's it's this like you're putting the thing out there, and it's not it's it's whatever you want it to be. Totally, yeah. Like if totally. you want the horse to be cheeky, there there's this one. Um, the raccoon one it's like 95 percent ninja five percent raccoon <laughs> yeah. and i was just thinking like what is this raccoon grabbing like because the pose that he's in and i was like he's stretching like what yeah. what is he going for yes. what 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 is yeah. life what, yeah, is, what totally. is this raccoon going to do yeah totally and i mean i suppose you know i'm i'm teaching myself picture book illustration and you can kind of you know, you have to create an illustration that's going to make a kid or a person reading want to turn the page, like what is going to happen here, you know? And it's just, you have to try and capture that, that tension, that, that moment of, whoa, what's, what, what I need to turn this page, man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm, I, I suppose that's what I'm through these, I'm teaching myself to do and, and, you know, just kind of exploring that, you know? That's great. So that's that's your own personal journey. That's yes. your 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 next milestone. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's like it's like I was saying, Alex. Like I'm totally blown away. Like I I was so long sort of telling myself that I I I couldn't do this. And I know, and it, and it's why I went and studied design. You know, I know in my heart that in the back of my head, I was like, it might give me the skills to maybe be a, a sort of a picture book maker you know really um, yeah yeah and but you know I wouldn't admit that but um I, I I I think that's I think you know I've sort of ended up here you know through, through no fault of my own I'm like I'm telling myself for so long you know and like there 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 may be people listening that are telling themselves that and it's you know all, all I can say is just, you know, make making just a daily habit, whether it's for five minutes, whether it's for whatever, however long you can. It's, you know, our, our, our brains are wired for fear, you know, and our brains hate risk. But, you know, so if we listen to our brain, we won't do anything, you know, but you have to sort of push through that your brain telling you you can't do this and the way to do that is i mean if you want to be a writer write one word a day like it's not going to it is it, you know it's not going to cause you any heartache just write one word a day if you want to if you want to if you want to draw do one little doodle a day and grow it from there you know but here's the here's my question it's going to be a toughie let's do it <laughs> how do you deal with blank page syndrome I don't really get blank page syndrome. Is that well? Terrible? Okay, this interview is over. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I don't. Just like, kidding. I, I, don't. I just like I like I and maybe 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 it's maybe it's my kind of the way that I draw, the way that I approach things. Like I consider myself a terrible drawer. So like if I I'll sit down and do a drawing, and uh, you know I. I'm not like this. It can get worse, basically. I, oh, exactly. There it is. Yeah. Exactly. And like, you know, you know, like every drawing I do is like a shitty first draft. Like, so I'm not, I'm not afraid of that shitty first draft, you know, uh, you know, and I think how I draw is I just, I just start by drawing big shapes. Just, I just draw shapes on a page and, uh, you know, and I'll kind of, grow things out of that then I'll add a little ear and then oh what what might that be then or I'll add a nose and oh that could be this or that so I'm not starting from a place of 
oh man, this needs to be amazing. Like I'm starting from a place of I'm going to draw a square, you know, uh, and and once you've drawn that square, you're in it. Like your 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 blank page isn't there anymore, you know. Uh, nice. So I mean, you know, and I mean, and and I think as well, it comes from the design studio here you know when you're working when you're working for a client you you kind of can't get blank page syndrome like you just have to start into it and it's and and i think i've you know i've I've gotten so used to okay here's here's a brief um straight away we'll do some research to kind of get some get a sense of it and that's a way to kind of start it you know and it comes back to like i think if you start it in your head you know you won't get anything done. Start it outside of your head. Start it with, <clears throat> start a project with your hands, or you know what I mean, or wh- whatever it may be. And once you have it started, you're 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 away. Then you know. Oh my God, we're getting this so ep- deep. This, like I this episode has so many good quotes. I, I mean, I we're getting so deep. I didn't think it would go this deep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the unpredictable nature of podcasting. Yeah, I know. I think it's because it's a Sunday as well. Sunday's like this day of calm where I like to kind of reflect on things. You know? It is. It's, it's like a day. It's before the Monday. You're like, I need a moment to like. Yeah. Take 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 inventory of the week yeah and i and like then, I, I kind of feel like we're having a point in just chatting at a pub or something <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's the goal of the podcast that yes. is the goal that that, yes. that that person feels oh yeah we're just chilling here like talking about whatever and i'm yeah. like yes this is your conversation yeah we're just shooting the breeze man <laughs> yeah well but here we are like in we're, we're getting close to the end and here comes the big question well not the big question they're all big mm-hmm. questions but this is like the the one that's overreaching overarching mm-hmm the future of like human creative dash human development like where are we going like because it's 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 yeah it's true there's so many so many ways to tackle this yeah there there are well like like first of all like certainly in the last 10 years like we've become such visual people like it's everything is visual i mean I can write a message to a friend just using emoticons, like just little, little images. And, and we're communicating in, in that way, you know, um, for, you know, anyone in a creative field, creativity is in high demand now. I mean, if we're going to tackle this world that, you know, we've ended up with through our own <laughs> bloody misuse of it, we're going to need creativity, you know, um, and I love that, you know, wanting to follow a creative field isn't re- as kind of doesn't it induce such fear from sort of parents or whatever it may be anymore. It, you know, it is it is it's it's part of something now. And it's, you know, it, it's in like I was saying, it's in such demand that it is it is a smart move now. And creatives are not the outcasts anymore creatives are creatives are starting to be revered now you know um personally i'm very excited about uh the future for creatives um it's there for us you know what i mean um and uh, you know it's it's the the sort of the 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 it's like i was saying the the ethos of 
um, and I suppose the way of life of, of getting your job and you being in that job for whatever it may be, 50 years and you finish that job like that, like that's gone. And that's very exciting. You know, um, people are self-starting things now so much more than was even 10, 20 years ago. Like everything, everyone is, is starting something now, you know, and that's really exciting to me that's really exciting and you know i i you know like i've only been on instagram a year like i know that's terrible and like the amount of creativity and people the stuff people are making man is just crazy like it is just crazy you know and i just i just i just think if creatives could just believe in themselves because we're so in our own bloody head just get imposter out of your head syndrome. imposter syndrome <laughs> out of our heads and just do what we do and you know do it for the love of it and you know the world is yours that's amazing it, it's so inspirational and and you're right like in, where that speech came from but <laughs> I, I, this is the dear audience this is a person who said you're gonna have to pull answers out of me and i have barely spoken on this episode just saying yeah i know i kind of got i kind of found a rhythm there that i didn't expect i know i know i think I, I wonder... you're so nice though you're really cool like you're 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 really cool it, it's a gift it's a gift yeah, <laughs> yeah. but here's a question to you like how do you feel about the, this new ai is creating art it's pretty sweet it's yeah, pretty cool. yeah like like i'm like i'm so old-fashioned like i'm just i don't know like there's like as as exciting as the future is like it's just as terrifying as well you know um like like the, you know. I, I, let, me, let me tell you to this way to, so you know where i'm coming from with this yeah. question i was on linkedin the other day just like did a like walking here walking there on linkedin like just seeing what i saw and i saw the job fashion designer for the metaverse and i dropped my phone oh my god yeah and i thought yeah. what are we doing yeah. where are we i am yeah. not a super fan of the metaverse i yeah. think it's I'm it's with you i'm totally with you. i think it's just a little too beyond my scope of okay that's you know let's do that you know if i may if i may be controversial yet brave I think it's Mark Zuckerberg's attempt to stay relevant. Yeah, you said it, sister. Yeah, I that, totally with you on that. Like, that, I'm totally that, with you. Yeah, that's how I feel. But you then know. also there are these AIs making art. And my mm. ex uh, sent me a picture. It was a raccoon holding a universe while riding a horse made in, a, in um, oil painting style. And I thought... This is very crazy. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just don't want to give us give our power to the machines either. You know. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and like it's really funny. Like going, you know, just going back to the 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 um the masters and and the illustration. Like I thought I would go and learn computer stuff and you know new ways and new programs and things. What I get out of the masters was I got to go back to sketchbooks like and I just start in a sketchbook and I'm just like you know what like it was worth it like totally <laughs> you know? yeah so yeah it's not give the power to the machines just yet you know? <laughs> exactly there, there's a beauty in analog stuff like oh, in man. like yeah, totally. book like I personally love bookmaking I I love seeing I am terrible at line of cut I love see, pe seeing people doing line of cut <sighs> amazing 
it's yeah. it's it's really a skill. Yeah. yeah. And maybe maybe we can say that in the future the machines can take on like the 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 production the production work and humans can worry about the craft. Maybe. I mean maybe. I mean that's kind of what's happening now really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to like if, if we want to leave it like this in a positive note, like 40 years ago the job web designer didn't exist yes yeah and now it's integrated in society and we're fine so yeah yes yeah let's let's, let's, let's not be afraid yeah love let's it. not be afraid yeah yeah no but look there is there is so much opportunity out there now you know what i mean there is so so much and if you view it as exciting and you know you believe in yourself like the world's yours like i said you know okay so paul we're getting close to the end Mm -hmm. And here comes the time when I ask you, what would you recommend the audience? Like we're, we're looking for everything. We're looking for movies, documentaries, books, people, foods. It can be anything you want. What would you okay. recommend to someone? Cool. Um, okay. So a big, uh, a, a huge book recommendation for anyone in the creative field um, is uh, Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. Um it is so it's so good and it's just about that sort of battle with yourself to be you know a creative or to, to to do whatever it is you want to do um it's really really good read um it's written so well uh, so that's that's a huge recommendation like i you know i i spend my life reading picture books and listening to music uh you know uh so i mean I, I can give some music recommendations. Sure. Yeah. Throw them in. Um, okay, so the 1975. Do you know the 1975? You do. They're so good. The 1975. So okay. Um, parcels. Amazing. Um, okay. Future Islands. You probably know Future Islands. I do, actually. Yeah. Um, Arcade Fire, obviously. Um, Ocean Color Scene. So Ocean good. Color Scene. Now, all really great kind of background music when you're doing some work and you know it's it's in the background but it's like oh hey yeah i like that that's that's you know that, that's that's uh that's helping me here you yeah. know um ben howard oh thievery corporation i love ben howard oh ben howard is amazing Shit. yeah ben howard is amazing yeah when i i'm actually he should be playing over this because we've gotten deep <laughs> we're going deep man ben howard maybe is so Maybe I should reach out to Ben Howard and ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. Ben, get, get on here, man. I, I yeah. highly recommend it. <laughs> there it is. There, There's Ben Howard, if you're listening. So many people that were on calling into this podcast. So just so they see the fun. They see the fun. You know it. You know it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the commendations. And no gonna... problem. And sorry, they were kind of terrible. <laughs> they were great. It was fine. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, now we have made it to the end of the episode. These 50 minutes have gone by so fast, at least for me. I hope the same for you. Yeah, is that 50 minutes? I know. I'm only getting, I'm only getting started, Ali. <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe we'll do a part two. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to think about it. Like, how can we do a part two? Oh, my God. <laughs> it would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so, Paul, like, tell people where they can find you. What Do you have anything coming up? Maybe there's a little project that you can give us, like, a like a taster for? Yeah, well, I have very exciting news coming up soon in terms of picture book stuff, but I, I can't really disclose it. But, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's it's the dream come true kind of thing. But um, 
but you know we've talked about it enough you can go on my instagram <laughs> um paul delaney dot illustration i mean all i've done is plug my bloody instagram page here because it's all i have really um but uh yeah and i have so i have a clothing range uh not a clothing range it's like a, a it's like 100 products i have a you know a few bits of illustrations going on clothing for uh 310 mood um and uh, oh yes, check out pauldelaney.e and magneticdesign.e and my partner has started an online store for Irish design called cowpat.e and that's all my clubs. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. I'll add that to the show notes because I love writing show notes. I'm sorry. No, I, I love it. It's not like I seriously feel like, you know, the podcast, you know that I love writing like very long show notes. Maybe you have not read them, but yeah, it's a thing. God help the person reading the notes on this episode. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make it entertaining. Well, we have talked about so many things. We have talked about your career, your journey into the masters, the difference between going to school in person and going to school online, giving critiques. Yeah, we have talked about so many things. Oh, we have. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. Like I was. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know this podcast is fun. Yeah, it, is. Well, oh, it really is. Yeah, no, it's cool. Well, Paul, if you if you'll join me in saying goodbye to the audience, thank you everybody for listening again this week. I hope you enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure, Paul, being here with you. It thank you so, so cool. much for your time. And thank you to everyone and go create and go draw with kids. <laughs> yes, go draw with kids. Well, you'll find uh listener, you'll find everything on the like all you'll find all Paul's details, all his information in the show notes as well as oh, links you. to our, our uh, the show's website and the Instagram and all the things and yeah I personally hope to be in your ears very soon and Paul if you're joining saying goodbye bye dear bye. audience <laughs>